Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women and the creator of the Transformations with Jane Mastermind. So if you are listening to this and it is has just come out, then you may be too late to join my mastermind. It may be already full and closed, but you never know. If you are thinking about it, make sure you reach out and let me know that you're interested. It could be your last chance for the next six months. But the good news is for the next six months, you won't have to hear me talking about it too much. (laughs) Okay. So it is a beautiful day here in Sweden. I It's a day like this that makes you very glad to be here. Um, as I have mentioned before, it's quite rainy in this part of Sweden, um, in Gothenburg. And this year has been particularly so. But today we actually have blue sky and the sun is actually... Like it's shining, but even when the sun's shining here in winter so far, I've noticed that it it's just seems so far away and that it doesn't give you any warmth um, that even, you know, in Japan, the winter sun would. But today it, it actually feels warm, um, like the, the sun is somehow closer again. And I, we actually walked to school this morning at eight o'clock in the morning and it was nearly daylight. So that was exciting for us because we've been walking to school in the dark for the last three months. And that's been kind of um, weird. It's not um, scary or anything because the streets are very well lit, given that it's so dark in the winter um, from, you know, 3.30 in the afternoon. But And there are people around and it's quite normal. It's just that it's pitch black and it's eight o'clock in the morning. But yeah, today it was like, wow, we're walking to school in the sunlight and we don't have to have our flashlights on. And <laughs> yeah, so this is encouraging um, because it means we're getting closer to that the S word. I'm talking about, you know, spring, but I don't want to say it <laughs> too much just in case. We always get um, a cold blast after we start talking about spring, don't we? So that's what's happening here in Sweden. I've been keeping myself really busy, actually. Um, meeting so many wonderful new people here and helping with um, teaching English to some of the parents who don't uh, speak English as their first language and would like to improve those sorts of things, meeting loads of really nice people from all over the world. So I feel very grateful to be here today, especially on this sunny day. And the drilling in my apartment has stopped. There doesn't seem to be any workmen in my building at the moment, so... I thought, yes, this is the time to record a podcast episode in between <laughs> drilling. And, um, and I thought, well, what what should I talk about? Because I hadn't realized that I would get a chance to do this today. And then the first thing that just came into my head, and I was like, yes, this is what it's got to be about. So, excuse me. Um, today's topic is, what is one thing that you could change or pay some, throw some money at, or do that would make your life better. Now, you might be like, yeah, but I don't have any money to throw it. This sort of, <laughs> you know, but just imagine, take the money out of the question. What is one thing that you, if, you know, say I gave you like $10,000, 
Now, what is one thing you would use that $10,000 to improve your life? Now, if you'd asked me that a year ago, I would have told you it was getting a cleaner. Like, you know, um, having a cleaner has been really amazing not to have to worry about have I cleaned the shower in the last few weeks or not. You know, it just gets done every week and I don't have to think about it. Since I've been here in Sweden, um, one thing that I've started doing is um, that has made my life a lot better is um, shopping online for our groceries. Now, you might be like, oh, but that's, you know, everybody does that. And I, <laughs> and I haven't actually done that until this is like last week was the first time ever I had shopped online for groceries. And so here's some of the limiting beliefs that I had about shopping online for groceries. They won't send me the right products. Um, if I order fruit or vegetables, it'll be like all bruised and horrible. If I order frozen stuff, I'm surely it will be delivered and defrosted. Um, <laughs> all these things. Um, and also being in a new country, I didn't really know which products I wanted to buy or, you know, what's my favorite kind of cheese or which milk is the one that we like, you know, all those things that you've worked out through a process of, you know, months and years, you have your favorite brands and things you buy regularly, right? So we had to start from zero with that. And so the first three months, yeah, I I did all the shopping, like 90% of the shopping I did myself and I carried it all of it home with my bare hands or in a backpack. <laughs> um, it was quite rough, you know, every day it's like, oh, I'm out, oh, I must get something. What do I need at the supermarket that I can take home now? And on the days when I'm like, oh, my God, I have to buy toilet paper. I don't want to carry toilet paper through the streets. <laughs> Just, yeah. So, you know, I have not been enjoying the whole getting food for my family thing since we've been here. But as you can see, I'd made up all these stories about what online shopping for the supermarket from the supermarket would be like. And then I was like, Jane you'd really need to just give it a go and take some of your own medicine and do an experiment. So that is what I did. I did an experiment last weekend and I ordered our shopping online. And then when I say shopping, I mean grocery shopping, food shopping. And so I ordered all these things and it was easy. I just clicked all the buttons and it took me maybe half an hour to get all the things to find all the things and put them on a list and get them into my shopping basket and make sure I had, you know, chosen a good uh, delivery time and all of that went through the checkout got, and um, miraculously the next day at exactly the time they said it would be delivered between seven and seven fifteen, my shopping from the supermarket was delivered and it was fine. <laughs> it was so easy. And it made me think, why did I resist this so much? You know, why was I resisting ordering things from the supermarket online all this time? And of course, there are some charges with doing this, like um, it costs between 500, what is it, 300 and 500 krona to have um, your stuff delivered. There's a like it's you that's a minimum sort of fee you pay is 300 uh no 330 krona sorry not 500 that's loads 50 between 30 and 50 krona 
So if you're thinking, in, if lots of my listeners are in Japan, that's like 300 to 500 yen. It's not very much, right? Um, especially if you consider how many times you would maybe run your car to the supermarket or how much time you actually waste going to the supermarket, doodling around all the aisles, buying a bunch of other stuff that you didn't actually need, but you just chucked it in your shopping basket. It definitely comes to more than 500 yen. So I thought once a week I'm going to do a big shop and we'll get it delivered. So that um, cut out that sort of, you know, nitpicking about the, the delivery fees and all of this. <clears throat> because actually my, my time is worth more than 500 yen, isn't it? Yeah, especially I calculated, I think I was spending at least two hours a week, at least, shopping for food. Um, now I spend maybe 30 minutes on it. <laughs> and it just, and now it comes to my door admittedly they did not bring everything that I ordered they had some things that they couldn't send but they let you know that before the order leaves the shop and so you can make arrangements to get those things um, if you need them desperately or you know put, pick them up next time you're out and if it's only one or two things then it's much more manageable than a whole week's food for four people so that was um, something that I got over last week and so and you might be wondering oh so how does your family do meal times and like how do you decide what you're eating and I hate deciding and I hate it too right so what we do is every weekend either on Saturday well often on a Saturday we'll sit down at breakfast and we'll say okay what are we eating this weekend because on the weekend you know we have more time to cook things and thinking about what activities we have going on, what would we like to have, you know, would we like to cook something special that takes a bit longer or um, I try to make it something that my husband is good at cooking rather than me so that he does it um, and oh, we, have we invited someone over for dinner, what can they eat, all of that stuff. So on Saturday we'll often sit down and plan our meals for the weekend but on Sunday Sunday night, I've been just having a family meeting at dinner time while we're eating our dinner, and we'll just talk about what we're having for meals the next week. We'll look at the calendar, and we'll see, okay, on Friday we have um, something after school in the evening, so we need something easy that we can prepare in advance, or Thursdays we get back quite late as well, those sorts of things. And then we just, I just get a list from my family. I'm like, okay, what do you guys want to eat this week? And my kids will be like, spaghetti, or I want to eat karage, which is Japanese fried chicken. Or my husband will say, oh, I, I want uh, Japanese curry, or I want Indian curry, or I want whatever. So we'll get this list of five meals. And that's all we've got to come up with is five meals, right? And then I just note down what I need for those five meals and then I go online and buy it and then it comes and because I've already randomly assigned them to a day that they fit in my diary so um even if like at the like you might be like ah oh, but I don't know if I'll feel like having chicken on Monday who cares just stick it there <laughs> this is the thing I had to get over as well oh, I might not feel like lasagna on Wednesday it doesn't matter. Just put it there and then you can always switch it around if you want to. But if you've already decided, it's also really easy just to get on with it and do it. Yeah. So that's what I do. I just, so tonight we're having fried chicken, we're having Japanese fried chicken um, with other things. And that's useful because tomorrow the kids are going ice skating 
with their school, so they need to take a lunchbox um, with them to the ice skating rink. And if I make loads of, you know, extra karage, then they can have some in their lunch and have some rice balls and things that they've asked me to have for their their lunch at the ice skating rink because I know they'll be hungry. So, yeah, so thinking about along those lines and, um, yeah, like I don't decide the meals. My family decides them and then I just cook them or my husband and I cook them or whatever. Um, so it makes it so much easier. And, yeah, and I shop online. So the question is, what's one thing that would make your life better? And what's stopping you from doing that? Like, let's just have a look at that. So mine was I had all those thoughts about they wouldn't shop as good as I could. <laughs> they wouldn't bring me the right products, um, all that sort of stuff. So far, it's been fine. Yeah, like, of course, they haven't been perfect, but it's been pretty damn good enough, actually. So, yeah, this is what happens when we let go of things a little bit. So perhaps you are thinking you'd like to get a cleaner. That was my other one. Totally recommend that as well. Going through the process of getting a cleaner and starting them out can be a little bit uncomfortable, especially if you've never had one before. But if you persevere, it will change. Yeah, it will just lighten your load, that's for sure. And if you're working in your own job, you know, why should you have to spend your free time cleaning? That's what I say. And what else would would make your life better? Would, you know, perhaps it's time to upgrade something in your life that would make your life better. Maybe a, a new bike that's an e-bike. I think they're called here. The ones with the the batteries on them that, that you, know, you can ride uphill with, without breaking a sweat. Or, yeah, maybe you... Um, Maybe you're going to splash out and buy yourself uh, a pass for the tram like I have. I just have a, <laughs> um, a it's a, like a one-month tekken, as they call it in Japan. It's a one-month pass, and I can go anywhere, anytime, as much as I like. And I don't have to think about, oh, have I got enough money for a ticket or oh, how much money have I wasted on tickets today. I just That's just instead of my car, yeah. So... Um, Often we suffer through things on autopilot and don't notice, yeah, until we just sort of stop and give ourselves a chance to sit and think and notice um, where we might be suffering unnecessarily, yeah. Um, maybe it's you're spending hours hanging up wet washing. And I know in Japan, like, using a dryer is not very popular, um, who says that you need to hang all the washing up? Why not get a dryer or a washer dryer and splash out on that and save yourself like hours and hours and hours of your time hanging up fiddly bits of washing? <laughs> um, these days here in Sweden, we have a dryer, but I hang up like big things, you know, like um, jeans and sh big shirts and things like that that, need to be hung up and all the fiddly bits go in the dryer. I'm not spending time hanging those up, that's for sure. Because for me, my time is so valuable that I just cannot waste it doing those jobs. And it's, it frustrates me that it took me three months to get around to trying the supermarket online shopping thing. <laughs> How many hours of my precious time did I waste wandering around the supermarket trying to find things? But it was a process and here we are. So 
Do not suffer through things on autopilot. Yeah, let's wake up a little bit. Have a look around. Is your iPhone like in need of an upgrade perhaps? Is it keep like crashing on you or like does it need to be charged every five minutes and actually owning the thing is causing you stress because you're as worried that the battery is going to run out or whatever? Um, maybe that's that, you know, just throwing some money at that problem could make a huge improvement to your life, yeah? And we're talking first world problems here, obviously. But, you know, it's stressful when your mode of communication with your family is, could, like, conk out at any second, right? I rely a lot on my iPhone and I'm very pleased to have one that has got a battery that doesn't crash and, and um, yeah, is, is reliable, yeah? Maybe it's, what else could, yeah, what else could make your life better? Maybe it's that you need to take something off your hands that if you give somebody else a responsibility for will be a huge, um, a huge relief. So for example, um, that could be something, you know, at work or in your home. Maybe you make it your kid's job to do something around the house. Maybe it's, you just say to your husband, look, I'm not doing X anymore. It's your job. If it doesn't get done too bad, you have to live with it. And well, maybe you could say it a little bit more nicely than that, but that's, you know, there's an ultimatum. They either do it or it doesn't get done. Because um, I, I hear stories of some some women ironing their husband's shirts and they hate it. I'm like, why are you doing it? Let him wear wrinkly shirts if, <laughs> or let him organize his shirts to go to the laundry and get pressed or buy shirts that don't wrinkle anymore, you know, these sorts of things. So, yeah, it's a chance to take a look at our lives and see what we are doing on autopilot. So I'm thinking um, sojirobo. So that's another Japanese word, but a cleaning robot, one of those um, things that vacuums the floor for you while you're not there. I used to have one a long, long time ago, a very cheap one. It cost like 10,000 like 10, yen maybe from Nitori or something. It was very cheap and it worked perfectly fine. Um, it didn't last very long. That was the thing with the batteries. The batteries tend to not last. Um, but it did clean my house. And I'd come home and it, everything was – and I had a, a dog. Uh, at that time I had a dog and he would drop – like he's um, a hairy dog, <laughs> a schnauzer, and he would drop bits of dry grass all over the floor um, when he'd been outside rolling in the grass and having a lovely time and then come inside and shake himself and then there would be just like bits of dry grass all over my floor. and But then I would just set the so soji robot, the, the little robot cleaner off, and I'd come back and everything would be clean again. So, yeah, fabulous, fabulous little contraptions. I might consider one of those because here we have um, quite a lot of floor space and it's all flooring. It's, there's no carpet. So um, it's just that you can't, it wouldn't be able to get between the rooms. So it couldn't clean the whole place while I was away. But, you know, it could do the living room or it could do the kitchen and that would be useful as well. So that's something I might think about next <laughs> on my list of improvements. Another thing that you could uh, take off your plate is, for example, your own fitness. And by, by this I mean that you create some sort of outer expectation that helps you to just do what you want to do without having to use any of your own motivation. And so this could be, for example, that you sign up with a personal trainer who trains you three times a week and you have to go. 
like, or you miss your session, you lose your session, you lose your investment. So if you know you've got someone like your trainer waiting for you at the gym and they're basically not going to take no for an answer or, oh, you know, I'm just feeling a bit sleepy or whatever, you're going to go to the gym. You've just taken that off your plate that you need to make yourself go. Someone's waiting for you and you get there. Maybe you could join a running group or a walking group or a a something group, you know, that helps you to, to do what you need to do without having to make yourself do it yourself. That's another way that could make your life better um, easily, yeah. So I'd love to hear if you come up with anything that you're going to do, that something that would make your life better. Um, it could be just one t- teeny tiny thing, yeah. It could be just getting like a new lamp for your bedside or something so that it's much more comfortable to read at night or anything yeah it could be getting like um i keep talking about buying things but it doesn't even have to be like that it could be getting rid of stuff it could be like yeah i'm finally going to get rid of all the junk in that drawer because every time i open it it makes me feel (laughs) really frustrated when i have to look at it and when i have to find stuff in there it could be something like that i'd love to hear from you the listeners out there all over the world listening thank you so much and um yeah please give me a message on Instagram or Facebook and yeah I'd love to hear from you so that is all for our episode today Um, I like to keep you know these solo ones little short ones so that you can just get one thing to take away and maybe work with or challenge yourself to think about for a little bit and who knows what different trajectory your day will go go on once you've heard that so yeah, please let me know how that goes for you. So I hope you're having as lovely weather where you are as we are here in Sweden today. And I will catch you again next week. Bye-bye.